This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is episode 378. I'm your host Uncle McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this episode we are continuing our run of summer series episodes. This is the fours all this week and we're stopping in at 1994 or as I like to call it the year of the great injustice. We will see if we can course correct the mistakes made three years ago as we sat down about this very time actually, and committed one of the biggest atrocities in summer series history. I mean, I'm not saying get your hopes up, but at the same time I'm just saying root for the non-underdog on this one. As always, my guess of regular um, persuasions will be joining me after the first break. They are here all week and have been delivering thus far relatively good choices. I mean, most of my picks I went through. And even by this stage, almost at the halfway mark, I'm scoring pretty well. But there's a whole back half to the summer series where anything goes. Now, in terms of where we are with the recording week, so much stuff uh, happening. We are putting out something every single day this week. I apologise. We were supposed to have Saturday off. And then Fright Fest came a calling. They sent me a movie. I reviewed it. And then I interviewed the director. And then he sent me another movie, which I've also reviewed, and I will be interviewing the directors on Friday, which means as it stands right now, Saturday will be a double movie, double interview episode. You're welcome. So yeah, tomorrow's movie club. It is listener reviews for Lake Placid, our final in the Steve Miner series. Then Friday is our final summer series episode of the week, 2004, coming at you like Cleopatra. Um, then on Saturday, we're doing that Fright Fest movie review interview thingy. And then Sunday, Sunday, Sunday is Knife of Ice, the 88 Films Italian Collection series of reviews. Okay, let's get down to it. Two movies to discuss. The Crow goes head-to-head with Cemetery Man. There can be only one. Welcome to the summer series. Welcome to the podcast under the stairs. Most importantly, welcome to 1994. You see that crap? All that horror crap? Things coming out of crates and eating people? Dead people coming back to life? People turning into weeds, for Christ's sake? Well, yes, I did, but I... Well, you want them reading that stuff? Well, no, but... All right, then. I took care of it. That's why God made fathers, babe. That's why God made fathers. But I have proof, and tonight I'm going to show you something. You are mine! You are mine! Every humiliation which stood in his way could be swept aside by this simple act 
of annihilation. You have died! Murder. Lick my plate, you dog bitch! Murder. Lick my plate, you dog bitch! I believe in the life eternal! As promised to us by our Lord Jesus Christ! It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. Boy! 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 What do you want? By this simple act of annihilation. Murder. Wolfman's got Mars! Most of all, fuck you! Fuck you, asshole. That's fucking crazy, man. Dad, hey, Dad, where the hell is Arts Pro? God damn, motherfucker got blood all over my best clown suit. <laughs> You stupid bitch, you fucking slut! Did you fuck with me? Most of all, fuck you! Because I cut up his legs. And his arm. And his head. And I'm gonna do the same to you. Welcome back, ladies and gents. So this is your third episode this week. I am once again joined by my resident co-hosts for the run of four episodes here, looking at 74, 84, 94, and 2004. We are rolling into 1994, the year that really did start the whole is this system broken, should this show continue... And you literally hear myself, and, and for some reason the fates have aligned to bring him back, the guy I'm about to introduce, you literally hear our brains break on that recording. Not only because there is a movie that went through from this year that 100% should not be through, uh, but also the fact that one of the co-hosts on that episode watched the wrong movie, <laughs> and then when he finally saw the right movie, posted the recording of the episode, then said, yeah, if I'd seen that... I wouldn't have pushed for it through. I would have pushed for the movie that you guys have pushed through, and thus travesty would have been averted. Joining me on this episode to discuss 1994. He was here on the original run for 94, is of course Doug Tilly. How's it going, Doug? Duncan, I'm saving my energy for the fight today. Uh, and I wanted just to reiterate, I still have a double vote in my back pocket. You do? Uh, we are we are correcting the mistakes of history here today. I promise you, listeners. Well, yeah, but with you and me together, that makes three. We need to get a vote from someone else here. And guess what? The next person I'm introducing does definitely have two votes on this episode. So we're not saying he should just throw one of them behind the movie and let's put this to bed. But he does have the option of doing that. Darren Wilson, you are the man with two votes for this episode. So uh, how are you feeling? I'm feeling very powerful. Today. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like it when you feel powerful, Darren. 
I know I'm not used to it. I don't know how I'm going to react. <laughs> uh, joining us is Bo Ranstall. How's it going, Bo? I am doing well. I'm very excited for the fireworks on this one. This should be a lot of fun. Because I, I, I feel like I'm a, a bit of uh, a weather vane on this one because there are a couple of different ways I can go. And I'm, it's totally going to be con contingent on how the wind's blowing. Yeah. So... <laughs> So what you're saying is blow needs blown in order to make the right decision here. Look, I, I cheese off his cheeseburger. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not a bribe if you want to do it. Right. That's good. To That's know. what I'm saying. Always good to know. Always good to know. Rounding out <laughs> our, our group of hosts on this one is Liam Rafferty. How's it going, Liam? I still have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> We're all laughing at it as well. He's like, he's in misery over there, and we're all finding it amazing. I know. See, see if this actually kills me off in a few months. You are all like every day this week. You've been visited by my sickly ghost. That's that's awful, Liam. You're saying that because you know I won't edit out the laughter, even though I have it. Like, if you did die, and I would have the opportunity of removing it, I still wouldn't do it. Bad man. I, res I respect you for that. Thank you. I, I would go full uh, Ebenezer Scrooge on this and just blame <laughs> it on the booze. Like, there's more Corona than coronavirus to you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's let's get into this. Like, I, I mentioned controversy. There was a bit of controversy for 1994. Uh, this was the year that everyone, and uh, well, me and Doug, <laughs> say everyone, me and Doug, walked in here. Full of of bravado, full of of swagger, full of joie de vivre, um, of the opinion. Dun Duncan, in a lot of ways, I died that day. I, we, I think, <laughs> like, they don't understand. Like you, like listen back, you visibly hear us break. Like you will, you will hear it on that episode. You will hear the kind of well, life isn't worth living now, is it? Really, let's be honest. We, we done we done severely fucked up um, and it's something we knew we were going to have to live with it's something that the listeners have every single year and all the new co-hosts that have joined since bring up on the regular and that was that Cemetery Man did not go through in place of Cemetery Man <laughs> stop laughing Doug <laughs> like, I'm just getting like flashbacks to the trauma um and what on... happened? I gotta go back and listen. I can't even believe we were about to say what you're about to say. Yeah, well, I, I, well, I'll tell you what happened. On that episode, there was one Mr. Andy Blockley um, who came in saying, I don't think I actually like Cemetery Man. And I was like, well, I don't think I really like you. And it's interesting that after recording that, Andy hasn't featured on many podcasts under this day's episodes. Um, I don't know. I, he still listens. So I love you, Andy, but you know you fucked up. You, you know you watched you watched the wrong version of the... The movie I'm about to mention here, Nightwatch, the Danish thriller, it went through because he'd watched the Russian vampire movie from <laughs> 2004 called Nightwatch, which, by the way, isn't a good movie anyway. But that one went through. An interview with the vampire were the two movies that went through from this year. We done completely fucked up on this one like completely severely eternally like awesomely like horribly horribly fucked up on that one um and then we are we're sitting back down with two movie options 
on this one. I know what you're thinking, listener. If it was so academic that Cemetery Man should have went through last time, and it was. It really fucking was. Um, the witch was the other guy on that episode, and the witch was also wrong. Um, and he isn't on this season this year. wonder why that is. Um, but <laughs> I'm just taking fucking There's jokes. a part of me, Duggan, that thinks that this entire season of the summer series is just for this particular year. It could very well be. I could very well be. And the other thing as well is, and I just I only want to kind of come back to this and kind of, you know, once again, stress this and get out there and all the rest. Um, like, those two guys then went on to record with me and Bo on the... Was it in the 95 episode? And we were all in about some, uh, you know, a little bit of addiction, the Abel Ferrara vampire fucking mm-hmm. insane, like, awesome piece of uh, of cinema and Habit, the Larry Fesden movie, which is also kind of basically addiction but it's Fesden's version of it and me and Bo were like, well these, you know, these movies are fucking excellent and both of them were like, well, this is just rubbish, isn't it? It's like hot the trash and I was like, the, I fucking hate these guys, I fucking hate these guys what we're we doing here, so they were consistent with their poor selections all the way right through the entire series. So anyway, um, we're here with two movies. One of them is Cemetery Man, which we're going to get to. And just when I thought, well, we're fine, Bo Ransdell opened old wounds, including a conversation that we had on that episode, uh, picking The Crow. He picked the crow. Now, I know what he's thinking. Duncan, you said earlier on, out with the recording, that Nine Inch Nails is your favourite band, and they did scoring for this movie. You should love this. And I do love the song, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put down a card later on that says this movie isn't a horror movie, and we're going to get to that as well. So two movies to discuss here. Now, I'm going to say as much as I would like to like, stand up here and say, it's obvious. At the time, I got a huge amount of kickback from a certain pocket of listeners who were actually vehemently against myself and Doug Tilly's kind of instant dismissal of The Crow as a horror movie. It's not a horror movie. So a lot of people came back and was like, well, what the fuck are you doing? That's not I, right. Duncan, I think I may have been the person to first push you the did. idea yeah. of The Crow yeah. being included yeah. because of its connection to the horror genre. Yeah. And so then you, I, I fucked up so bad. You watched it good. and then you came back on the recording and you were like, actually... <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I put it forward because I thought, and then I saw, and then I realised, and that's that's what you know. That's what growing up's all about, Doug. And I'm kind of hoping that people that have put the crow through this time on their rewatch also grew up, not looking at both. Um, Are so you yeah. suggesting that you take the good, you take the bad, you <laughs> take them both, and there you have the facts of life? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's let's talk the crow because this is the one that Boran still. I was going to say pushing, but like you, not one person can push a movie into the discussion here. It has to have the backing of other hosts or it ain't making the show because if it don't have the votes, if it doesn't feel like you can get the votes on this, it would not be in discussion. That's how we've been working this. It's directed by Alex uh, Proyas, uh, based on the comic series and comic strip by James O'Barr. Uh, the screenplay adapted by David J. Scholl and John Shirley, who also did the screenplay. Synopsis for this one is a man is brutally murdered and comes back to life as an undead avenger of his and his fiancée's murderer. Um, now I know what you're thinking, Duncan. That sounds like a horror movie. We're going to get to it. Uh, it stars Brandon Lee, Michael Wincott, Rochelle Davis, Ernie Hudson, Bea Ling, Sophia Shinnis, Anna Thompson, David Patrick Kelly... 
Angel David, Lawrence Mason, loads of other people. Um, there is a, a shitload of trivia here. Obviously, the majority uh, about um, the untimely death of Brandon Lee and the uh, fatal accident on set involving a a stunt gun or that like was or a gun that was supposed to fire blanks, but you know maybe uh, didn't fire the blanks that was supposed to at the time uh, and he passed away so out with that I'm not going to lean into much more of the trivia because it really is all heavily leaning on that one um, so let's I'm going to get my position out of the way then I'm going to turn it over to Bo and I think that's fair because then you get both sides of the coin and then we'll see where everyone else lands this to me is not a horror movie this is the kind of gothic action comic book movie and what you're thinking, you're thinking gothic, Duncan. So that instantly puts it in there because it's starting to lean into those trappings that we associate with horror. He's coming back from the dead and you are right on all those things. But to me, it doesn't have the beats of a horror movie at all. Um, it has the beats of what I would call a kind of comic book movie. It definitely has that idea of the kind of template of what we would anticipate, specifically now, even more so now. I think if the, the last 20 years of cinema hadn't existed in the way it has with the, the kind of multitude of origin stories for comic book uh, heroes, etc. I don't know if I would be of this opinion now, but the more I've seen those movies and their templates, the more I realise that The Crow fits much more comfortably in those ones than it would be with the trappings that we have associated with horror. Yes, it's dark, but I can give as evidence about three or four other movies just off the top of my head that exist within the comic book genre that no one would be sitting arguing that it was a horror movie that is just as dark as The Crow. Batman Returns. That's what comes to mind every time. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like are you going to call Batman Returns a fucking horror movie? Yeah, but even when we were thinking about like things like you know, just even even nowadays, though, like all those like those DC movies get pretty fucking dark. <laughs> you know what I mean? They get pretty fucking dark. And am I gonna start? Go and once I feel like you open the door on those ones, I think that's when like the crow's position or standing becomes less viable. And um, it does have great performances. I do like this. Was the movie? I'm almost a hundred percent sure. When I was like that, I would you know I would watch Michael Wincott and absolutely anything. As long as he's a villain, like like I was so like so behind, um, like I just think he's he's brilliant in this one. Um, but I like like across the board, I like the setups, I like the vengeance, I like the style. I like, actually, the soundtrack is fucking bitching. I love The Crow as a movie. I don't love it as a horror movie because I don't consider it as one. Uh, Bo Ransdell, uh, you on the other hand, and I don't even know if you are full throated. <laughs> why I chose that uh, <laughs> behind this one or if you're just quote-unquote asking questions I'm just asking questions guys just, uh, I'm, I'm the info wars of the crow where yeah. um yeah uh, no I I do I do think it's a horror film because I think it is trafficking in you know major supernatural and horror tropes mm. and and you know like you've got uh, a character returned from the dead uh and that's just the beginsies of it but like he's got a supernatural familiar there is uh in the the personage of michael wincott um you've got a guy trying to manipulate that power for his own ends um in, in addition to all the bench and stuff and he's got his creepy you know, <laughs> biling witch uh, <laughs> a sidekick who's like, oh, I can 
totally have incestuous sex with you and also uh, uh apparently you know steal the power from this thing and you know is it an action horror movie absolutely but i would still consider it you know horror more so than just a, a drama and i i think it's kind of unfair to say like well because that this movie was so successful in what it did a bunch of other movies did the same thing uh, that I, means... I don't know if i'm seeing that but you're saying that because of movies that came after it, it is it is. No, I'm saying that I think the, that the, the movies that came after it contextualized a template that I think this movie fits more comfortably in. Okay, all right, I, yeah, yeah, all right, I, I see your point. Um, but uh, yeah, I still think that it's you know, even if it were a comic book movie, it would be a comic book horror movie. You mm. know, um, I haven't seen Morbius. But I assume that would maybe you, would that you class, is what... Would you class Constantine as a horror As movie? a horror film? Uh, probably, yeah. How about I, Blade? Yeah. Would would you constitute Blade, Blade as a horror film? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a vampire uh, vampire action movie, yeah. Would you classify Morbius as... <laughs> I don't know. I haven't as seen Morbius. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it, and there are odds I that I won't. Like, I, I think the thing is, like, I think about what you said there, and I can think of quite a few comic book movies that involve a hero coming back from the quote-unquote dead you know they're all they're all believed to have died in a lot of like punisher like wasn't he gunned down and left for dead you know what i mean they, they come right back but and... right but there's not you know a supernatural crow following him around that he can see through magically yeah in fairness right like now he's just got a sword he's not he doesn't carry guns around anymore because you know comic book guns kill people i guess whatever anyway um yeah, like i understand the argument you're making and i'm not i'm not disagreeing with your premise right. so much as i am saying i think that's kind of an individual distinction it's also a distinction you know you and i've had this conversation a number of mm -hmm. times where i just i don't have a whole lot of interest in the what is horror what is not horror conversation yeah. Yeah, yeah. although in a situation like this i understand that it matters more so than in just general walking around time yeah um so yeah i mean i love the crow i think it counts as a horror movie it, it the the crow is, is is a wonderful film i also understand the cemetery man argument i like this is another of those cases of like we need to just get rid of the existing list entirely and make everybody happy by getting rid of interview with a vampire and night well, the, the, inter which... the interesting thing about it is like cemetery man is based on a comic book yeah and it's clearly a fucking horror movie you know what i mean like there's like there's no like to me like there's no way you couldn't look upon that movie as a as a horror movie just because of everything it does and it is based on it's based on you know kind of like a comic book series as well so it's interesting that these two movies come from that but i i just i feel i feel the way i feel bo i i understand let me let me just say this about the the what went through that yeah <laughs> so night watch i actually asked this is true i've never i've still never seen night watch don't no it's not a bad right. movie the thing is it's not a bad movie it's a great thriller and i think that's well, my problem it's like it's not dark it's like it's like what would happen if all the horror elements were taken out of seven Gotcha. Well, but so I, I asked you about that. I was like, hey, I haven't seen this. Does anybody have a copy of this? And you said, don't even worry about yeah. it. 
That was your response. Just don't yeah, even but you're, gonna, you're gonna have to next year. That's why I was saying don't watch these now. Wait till next year when you have to watch all the movies on the list and then score them then. Go on it with with a fresh opinion then unclouded by my clear judgment against it. There's a Fair very enough. good chance that Nightwatch might end up bottom of the list. I like, I'm not even joking. When everyone watches it, I get I get a feeling and it's not because it's a bad movie, I just think when you put it against Almost everything that went through, including Tourist Trap Dog, um, <laughs> I think it's when you start. Uh, I think it just falls by the wayside. Um, but the other one too, Interview with the Vampires. Yep. Uh, you and I had another conversation mm -hmm. about this, where I think Interview with the Vampire. On going back and watching it again, it's a great I fucking really, movie. I yeah. love the movie. I think it's incredibly miscast. Yes, <laughs> I, I think if anyone, not anyone, but I think if you had different actors other than brad pitt and and tom cruise in that movie i don't know tom cruise it, hasn't aged since that movie which makes me think he is a vampire <laughs> just a scientologist and That's what's right. the difference you might ask uh i don't know uh i assume that uh, you know it like they're going to do some of that star wars prequel uh explaining he's the only guy that I know, like he's the only guy i know that they could actually like they could use like a non-hologram version of him to retcon him into movies and he would still look the same <laughs> <laughs> he's getting that kind of old pudgy face that i really like though yeah like i haven't seen that new top top gun movie but i like the fact that in this one it's like oh no matter how he tries his <laughs> the age is coming for him finally and i'm here to gloat about it as his body just starts to <laughs> sag and wrinkle <laughs> <laughs> but, Who's but I, I now tom cruise Who's that's right now Ah, fingers crossed you die before me tom cruise um but i i do think that interview with the vampire like if i were putting together a top three list it would be number three on my list yeah and crow and cemetery man would be one and two. Ooh, interesting right let's let's continue around here with the crow chat uh let's go to darren wilson yeah i like the crow uh of, of the two movies that we're discussing this year, I've only done a podcast episode about one of them, nope. but, and it was The Crow, uh, but yeah, I, I'm not really sure how to say it. This is the year that Wes Craven's new nightmare got rotten. Um, <laughs> I'm throwing my two votes behind. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, The Crow, I've got a lot of love for The Crow, but I don't really think anything's been said that, uh, or has been left unsaid about it. Cool, so where, where where do you fall down on that? I know you once again, and I just want to stress, I am generally the guy that is not the, people know I'm not usually the guy that's like, well, it's not a horror movie. Um, you know, I'm usually the guy that's like, come on, you know, if it looks, if you feel it is, then it is. <laughs> Hence why it's on the list. You know what I mean? At this point, it's made it through the elimination process yeah. to be on the show, so it's relevant. Uh, it, mm, I would never tell somebody that it's not a horror movie, mm -hmm. but if somebody's... I wouldn't think of it quickly if I was coming up with horror movies from 1994. It's a very diplomatic way of saying you agree with me, Darren, and I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Liam Rafferty. Uh, I used to love The Crow growing up. I like my wedding invites. Part of it is a little coffin. I'm so goth. Like, he just... really is. I can attest to that. <laughs> he, he, he had his future sister-in-law drop off a coffin invitation at my house, uh, <laughs> and we were all surprised. So, uh, so 
Ah, yeah. I've got a lot of time for the cream watching it now, where a lot of the dialogue's stupid. Uh, it doesn't look quite as good as it used to. I've still got a kind of soft spot for it. To me, it's not a horror film at mm. all, but uh, like Darren said, the fact it's here means yep. I have to consider it as such. Uh, but yeah, it's no Cemetery Man, is it? Oh, this might be easier <laughs> than I thought. Uh, let's turn over to what I'm going to say is for this, ep- this episode anyway is the pure voice of good and reason uh, Doug Tilly um, the crow we went back you, like you said before you initially put it forward on that episode upon re-watching it at that point we were like actually and it was me and you that were firmly in that camp of let's just let's just put it to the side and accept it's a good movie but you know is it the top two horror movies of the year no um, obviously time has moved on since then we have had to live with the decisions made on that show and also explain why two against two isn't a majority um, and that episode did have to finish and maybe we should have stuck our ground a bit harder than we did but we were dealing with an Australian and there's absolutely no way of dealing with an Australian and an Englishman who I would argue is equally as stubborn as a race right? just put it out there, shots fired everywhere um, coming back to this though and fresh eyes, a couple of years past, watching The Crow again. Uh, thoughts? Duncan. <clears throat> Someone take these dreams away. <laughs> that point me to another day. <laughs> a duel of personalities that stretch all true realities. <laughs> Gentlemen, we must stop jerking each other off here. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter if the crow is a horror movie or not oh. because if it's a horror movie or not cemetery man is still a better movie god so bless you what are we even talking about here god, it's I'm just telling. a waste of time god, I'm you're telling. wasting everyone's time don't right tell now. for president tilly for president <laughs> tilly for president like what i mean i look i love the crow i grew up in the 90s i listened to that soundtrack incessantly oh, yeah. I know what it's all about, even though I was raised in a fucking rock. <laughs> it doesn't, but it, look, we, we, we're just wasting our breath. Our, our precious few moments yeah. left on this planet. Yeah. We're just arguing about whether something's a horror movie and it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, one movie is better than the other. And that's the movie that has to go on the list. And it doesn't even, and it feels like also we're just going around in circles at this point. Yeah. If I can push one of you just one we know that we, I don't we even have think the you votes. need to push to push I it's think, great I think that i don't because i want to save i want to save my trap card because <laughs> I, I feel pretty passionately about something that's to come but i think i think it's all been said i think we all really if we really search our souls yeah we know what the reality is here we know what we all agree on yeah. so let's just fuck talking about cemetery man <laughs> yeah let's just say what we all really want to say that it deserves to be on this list. It deserves to be on this list more than the two that are on the fucking list. Oh, yeah. So let's just put it out there and let's move on with our lives. Let's, well, let's bring in the vote then. So I'm Cemetery Man, so that's one dog you are. Uh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Put on the spot. Oh, oh wow. Oh, no. This is oh. the rubber meets the road. Yeah. <laughs> the girl. Uh, I talked a lot of shit. Just oh, then. Yeah. oh no, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna say Delamorte, Delamorte. And there we are. We have two there. Liam Rafferty. Yeah, Cemetery Man. Bull Ransdell. 
Uh, Darren, let Darren go first. Ah, <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> Darren, you have two votes. Sweetie casting them. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> These books are classics. Cemetery. Boom! That cemetery man crossed the level. It's up five just now. <laughs> uh, do you want to put your vote down against cemetery man and give it the clean sweep? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the crow. Fuck up, <laughs> Because it is a meaningless vote. You, it is a lame duck vote. You're going to be specifically campaigning on the next year with your double votes for one movie i imagine more than the other and wouldn't it be great to have goodwill moving into that no that is not my way <laughs> live by the sword, I will use the die by cold, the <laughs> cold hard logic and and my logic dictates that the crow is a good enough movie that deserves at least one vote on this show there we go it's, it's earned its place to be discussed <laughs> Yes. Uh, right, so there we go. It's academic. It's been put to bed. The world's wrongs have been written. Hopefully, we don't get the you know put every man through argument ever again because I can say we retconned it and fixed it. And I kind of feel that I don't know about you, Doug. I feel like the the curse has been lifted. <laughs> the curse will be listed when we don't get a bunch of blowback once this episode goes out into the world. Yeah, people can. <laughs> this like, podcast is clean. Yeah, that's kind of that's almost how I feel right now. I feel like I do just feel like. Like everything is better now. Um, so yeah, let's let's roll on with this one here. Putting in ratifying, if you will, Cemetery Man is the third pick representing 1994, going alongside Nightwatch and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Interview with the Vampire. Uh, right, um, we are going to be back uh, on Friday, so you're going to get a bonus episode in between this episode and the final episode of the summer series this week. But when we return, we are going to be discussing 2004. Bo has double votes on that episode, and guess what? It isn't one pick here either. We have two movies going head to head on that one. Who will win out? Will Bo be able to use his two votes to carry sway? And Doug Tilly has two votes left and kind of has to use them if he's going to use them on that recording. <laughs> so it's going to be uh, um, either a slam dunk with them both siding and no one say has any, any weight at all. Or if they both go either side, then things just got interesting. Ladies and gents, we will be back tomorrow with that. But before then, I'm closing out the show and I'm doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been episode 378. Some summer series action coming at you. And ladies and gents, oh, drink it in, shall we? Finally, 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 finally making its way to the grandest stage of them all making their way to the summer series thunderdome next year is cemetery man cemetery man is joining interview with the vampire and night watch bringing our total of movies from 94 to three that's the magic number now let's get down to business shall we i posted earlier on on the old facebooks i was like listen we're doing it again we've been doing it all summer series but here are the movies. You need to tell me what one you think is the one that should go through. Here are your two choices. You can either pick The Crow, which is wrong, 
or you can pick Cemetery Man, which is obviously the right choice. And I'm glad to see that we're reunited and it feels so good. The listeners and the hosts back in sync. 72% voted for Cemetery Man, 28% for The Crow. You know you did us right, and we did you right as well. Oh, feel that weight coming off your shoulder. <sighs> Feels good. Feels good. There is a multitude of ways to check out the podcast on the stairs. Wherever you're listening right now, subscribe. That way you get the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of Teapot's content. Do not stop there, ladies and gents. Subscribe to our sister feed. It's the Teapot's Collective. Over there, we do shows like Where to Begin With, Opera Omnia, Doing the Nasty and Chronicle as well. Subscribing to both the feeds is the best way to support what I do under the stairs. Of course, if you want a one-stop shop for everything I do, then it's the website you need to go to, tpatscast.com. Links to everything there, the archives, the back catalogues, everything can be found there, as well as a special link to a show called Geoz's Shite, another regrettable outburst, a Boozby's Banter Entertainment podcast featuring myself, The Baz, and Scott and Liam from Scott and Liam vs. Evil. We drink a lot on that show. We talk about terrible life choices while making more terrible life choices live on air. Jaws is shite and other regrettable outbursts exclusively available on tputtcast.com. If you're on Facebook and you want to interact with me over there, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tputtcast will get you there. You can interact with the polls that we're posting. You can get involved with other polls like our Shudder and Go. You can post about horror movies that you're watching, things you're looking forward to, things that you don't like, and at the same time shoot the shit with everyone else. If you are wanting to check out the Teapots Collective Facebook page, it is purely a place that I post everything that I do. That is facebook.com forward slash teapotscast. And if you like weird news stories, you uh, like exploring the darker sides of the web without going into the dark web, then Jaws is Shite's Facebook group page is for you. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash a regrettable pod. If you hate Facebook, you'd much rather interact with myself and the Baz on the Twin Prongs of social media sexness. Instagram and Twitter both can be followed at Cast. The podcast Under the Stairs returns tomorrow is movie club time. We're sitting down doing your reviews of Lake Placid. That'll be making its way into your feeds tomorrow so until then wherever you are, what the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan Cleese broadcasting live from Under the Stairs and I am signing off.
shove the other in the bag with the rerun shows and the cocaine noja, the daytime crap of the folk singer slob. He hung himself with a guitar string, a slab of turkey neck, and it's hanging from a pigeon wing. I can't write if you can't relate. Trade the cash for the beat, for the body, for the hate, and my time is a piece of wax falling on a termite. It's choking on the splinters. So. I can feel it. So...